0: Welcome to the Finan a Unlocking Vietnam, a podcast aimed at sharing experience of foreign companies and entrepreneurs in doing business in Vietnam. I'm Phuong Thao. And I'm Francesca Severoni. We are Fidinam Vietnam, a Swiss business and tax consulting firm dedicated to helping foreign businesses and entrepreneurs navigate the exciting landscape of Vietnam. Throughout our podcast, we will explore Vietnam's appeal as a prime investment destination for foreign companies and visionary entrepreneurs. In the first two episodes, we explored Vietnam as an investment destination and also we looked at how to run a business in Vietnam. Today we are going to explore Vietnam as a manufacturing hub, and to do that, I invited two very important representatives of the Swiss community. We do have on one side Luat Nguyen, Managing Director of Sikor Vietnam. Welcome, Luat. And we do have Jacobo Perez Polaino, General Manager of Sika Vietnam. Thank you both for being here. I would like to straightforward ask you to quickly introduce yourself and also your activity in Vietnam. Let's start by Luet from Sikor.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Francesca, to invite me. It's my pleasure to be here with you and to share my experience. My name is Luet Nguyen. I'm uh um, almost uh, German, so uh, I'm used to live in Germany almost thirty five years and just came back to Vietnam in the last June two thousand twenty two and now I'm almost eighteen months here in Vietnam. Um, Leader the one of Swiss company in Vietnam, uh, we are focusing on electronic manufacturing service, um example
2: injection molding etc.
0: Thank you very much and. What about Jacobo
2: and Sika? I'm Jacobo Perez. I'm a Spanish national, being in Southeast Asia now for 11 years and in Vietnam for the last three and a half. In Sika, it's a global manufacturer company focusing in the construction market for also adhesive and parts for automotive segments. We have been in Vietnam since 1993 and we have now 420 people in three different manufacturing facilities in Dong Nai, in Binh Jun, and in Bac Ninh. Our main customers are main contractors into the civil construction market, but also we have a very important part of our business into the really mixed concrete, as well as a very diverse portfolio of partners into the distribution segment that enable us to be very close to the market throughout the geography of Vietnam. Sika was in the construction industry coming to Vietnam as a foreign drive investment in 1993, setting up the first manufacturing in nearby Ho Chi Minh in 1997, followed by the second factory in Bakning in 2012. The third factory in Binyung has come as a result of the acquisition of Master Builder Construction Solutions, that is uh, XBSF, and that has been closing very recently in 2023.
0: Thank you very much. I'm very happy to have you both here because you can definitely bring uh, different angles and perspectives of the same industry, allowing us also to better understand the entire context. Thank you very much. Now, before starting our discussion, I would like to kind of uh, mention some of the facts and figures uh, that characterize the manufacturing industry in Vietnam at the moment, as already mentioned in the first two episodes. Vietnam is in a very central position, both for the Asian countries, but also worldwide. Also, Vietnam is benefiting a lot from the uh, competitive production costs, uh, especially in comparison with the neighbor countries. Also, Vietnam has a lot of strong and favorable uh, economic policies. And it is very active in the um, global agreements, which actually lead to be Uh, also very well connected and integrated in the supply, in the global supply chains. So all these dynamics elements present a great opportunity for foreign investors that are able to capitalize on the region's growth potential, especially for the manufacturing industry. To confirm this importance of the manufacturing industry in Vietnam, we can mention the presence of big companies like Secor, Sika, but also others like Google, Samsung, Lego, and many, many others that decided to come and establish a presence in Vietnam. Also, to give you some numbers, in 2023, 60% or more than 60% of the total FDI are manufacturing projects. Last year, among the world's leading markets, Vietnam ranked 23rd globally and first in Southeast Asia. And if we look back at the last five years, The manufacturing sector in Vietnam registered a compound annual growth rate of 18%. So in a nutshell, the manufacturing industry in Vietnam is gaining attention from global investors. And the government, in order to keep this attention for global uh, companies, is trying to promote innovative solutions in sustainability, in digitalization. In this concern, I would like to ask you, Jacobo, from SICA perspective, from your uh, experience, what are the major trends that you see uh, that are very present in the manufacturing sector at the moment?
2: Well, since Vietnam adhered to COP25, there has been a growing momentum in terms of sustainability to the extent that it's very difficult to join any conversation now in which sustainability is not one of the top five topics it's very clear that Vietnam would like to position themselves as a leading country in sustainability in Southeast Asia. Having said that for the private sector, we do see that there are more need of a better legal framework that establishes the grounds in order to progress and take the advantage on sustainability topics. And beside that, we do see that there is an internal demand for better quality products. The market is getting more sophisticated. Customer now requests higher quality solution, long-lasting solution, which is definitely a very good thing for foreign companies that decide to come to Vietnam because we can really put in practice the innovations and the research and development that we can bring for our head countries and also that we can do tailor-made from Vietnam.
0: Very interesting. And what about Seeker? Agree with that or do you have a different perspective?
1: I really uh, fully agree. The Vietnamese government is quite very really dynamic uh, and pro-entrepreneur um, uh, and for the um, foreign investment as well. So they sub- support us on the term of uh, legal regula- regulation, uh, the S- ESG sustainability, as uh, Jacopo said before. Um, but last not least is uh, some of the negative thing like infrastructure. Still uh, working on that.
0: Perfect. Indeed, you mentioned quite a few points that I would like also to explore a little bit more. And indeed, if we go a little bit more onto technical aspects, of course there are many aspects to consider. But just to mention a few, when deciding where to establish and to set up the factory in Vietnam or over overseas. Free trade agreements are very important to look at. Indeed, free trade agreements are very important because they kind of uh, reduce or even eliminate the, the, the barriers that can be between countries. For example, they can reduce or eliminate imports and export tariffs, or they can also add and ensure some kind of FDI for indirect investment protection mechanism that, of course, attract also companies to come and expand their business. And everything uh, can bring ultimately to, to the access to, to new markets. So free trade agreements are very important. Indeed, over the years, with the increase of free trade agreements, many companies decided to expand their business in Vietnam. And if you look back and we think about the trade tension between US and China, since 2018, many companies from China started to expand part of their sourcing operation or the entire sourcing operation to Vietnam. And this was very helpful for them because they could benefit from the certificate of origin made in Vietnam. Thus, they could benefit from the freight trade agreements and from the favorable target that come with them. And ultimately being able to, to take advantage of the presence in Vietnam, this manufacturing that decided to move out of China to Vietnam could also have the access to countries like the US where otherwise it would have not be possible to have access to. So in general terms, when deciding which country to set up the company and the factory, it is very important to analyze the overall situation. The business model, where the clients are located, also where the the suppliers are located, jointly with the free trade agreements. Now, another crucial aspect is the location. When decided to come to Vietnam and set up a company and a factory in Vietnam, industrial parks play a crucial role. These industrial parks are government-designated areas for the industrial production and give a lot of uh, advantages to companies. For example, they give tax incentives and and also import duties, exemptions, beneficial uh, land rent policies, and also accelerated depreciation. On top of these advantages, others benefits are the efficient infrastructure. Indeed, most of these industrial parks are located near to the major key transportation routes which make the logistic more easy. And also another advantage is the efficient and integrated ecosystem because potentially you can have the suppliers, the manufacturers, and also the service provider all together or nearby. And this proximity of stakeholders, of course, make uh, the work to be done efficient and effective. Now I would like to ask you, Yakobo. Uh, thinking about industrial parks, which kind of advice would you give to foreign investors that are uh, interested in in choosing the the right location in Vietnam where to set up the company?
2: I think that is not a universal answer, but it came to my mind three main reasons that I will like to invite people to think about. First one is about business model. In order for a company to decide which location is best for them, they need to figure out whether the lo- production facility is going to be cutter for export or more towards a domestic market. That also connects very well with where is the customer base. We know that in Vietnam, for example, customer behaviors are different in the north and the south. So even inside the domestic market, then we need to make decisions based on which product, which kind of uh, customer base we are focusing on. The second one will be infrastructure. And this is primarily based on which type of products and what is your supply chain base and where are your customers and also your suppliers coming from. As you mentioned, it's very important to understand how it's going to be your route to bring products to your factory. Now, as we have analysed in many cases, the case of, for example, Hyphon is taking off for the reason that the port development there is, is moving very fast, and it's extremely well connected to North Asia, as well as with the rest of the world. So therefore, there are many companies setting up their very nice facilities because of the sourcing of raw material, as well as fantastic infrastructure in transportation and many, many other tax benefits, as you mentioned. The last point I would probably mention is about skill labor. In Vietnam, you don't have skill labor for every segment in every location. So it's important that you figure out which kind of production you wanna have and what skill labor are you gonna need. And then surely Vietnam can provide with excellent labor, but you need to understand where is that located and how it is developing and how is the, the rest of the supplier and competitor base looking around. Those are, for me, not all, but three, I would say, important elements that I would consider if I would need to set up a new manufacturing facility in Vietnam.
0: Thank you very much. Luat, what about you? Do you have another perspective or you agree with Jacobo?
1: As you know, that uh, Cico Group, um, or Cico Vietnam, we are almost 24 years in Vietnam. So therefore, the question to uh, install stores, set up the factory in Vietnam. So I'm not done. But first of all, I am agree that uh, it depends on the business model, export, import, domestic market, or you'd want to export it uh, in an in, in entire of uh, um, Asia or uh, back to Europe or global. So from my point of view, we are electronic manufacturer. So we preferred in the south of Vietnam because there are a lot of very skilled, um, well English speaking engineer um, and labor force so that we can jump into uh, this uh, labor market very uh, quickly and send them back to Switzerland, training them three or six months and uh, get them back to Vietnam so that we have the same almost level like in Switzerland uh, and to participate on this low cost level. Sure, that's another reason as well, but this is the key of the um, elements which you uh, decided to invest in Vietnam or to set up a factory or not.
0: Thank you very much. I think uh, the key message is definitely depends on the business model. So you have to decide the location based on what your needs are. For example, you mentioned both of you, uh, the export uh, needs. And in this regard, I would like to build on that by asking you, because. Um, at Seeker exporting is also an important activity that you have to do so when uh, it comes to industrial parks and when it comes to kind of do the work for all the activities for exporting um how industrial parks can help you and support you with all the administrative and logistics tasks
1: thank you for the good question Francesca Sure that um because our business model um focusing on the sporting so that means that we have to be on the industrial park. Because they, they this is cluster have everything. That is uh, the one of the important arguments why we uh, choose uh Vietnam Singapore Industrial Park in Binh Yung Because we get the uh, all kind of service which I mentioned you before.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much for sharing uh, a lot of insights on the industrial parks. Now, we would like to maybe understand a little bit about the differences uh, that we can find also in other countries. Of course, the concept of industrial park is not unique to, to Vietnam, but for sure it is an added value when coming here and and it works. But since, Jacobo, you already had also experiences in other Southeast Asian countries like Indonesia and Cambodia, and, and maybe you have also other indirect experiences from other countries. Could you share with us what are the uh, main differences in in doing business uh, in Vietnam compared to the other countries and, and why maybe Vietnam could be the preferred option to set up the the, the factory?
2: I think coming to manufacturing facilities Reflecting back of why Vietnam could be a preferred destination, there are three main elements coming to my mind. First of all, is like how strong the government has revealed and pushed to name manufacturing as one of the key pillars for Vietnam development, economic development in the years to come. That's something that is not that easy to find in all countries around the region, as well as with the rest of the world, and make it this uh, an ideal location for a company that is looking either to taper into the domestic market, growing very fast with a population of nearly 100 million people, or to export to Americas, Asia, or even to Europe. And also, to me, further building on what uh, Lu had said, the quality of industrial park in Vietnam, not all of them, but some of them is really, really high. VSIP is an example of we have a factory Sika in backing VSIP and I have to say it's really a fantastic industrial park. Coming to infrastructure, coming to support, coming to discussion with them is really uh, makes your life a lot easier as a manufacturer having this kind of support that is also not pressing in all the years of the all the rest of the geographies in Asia. Having said that, I also would like to mention that, unfortunately, I do see that the last few years, the development of infrastructure in Vietnam, and here I bring also along power generation, as Luat mentioned, in the north of Vietnam, also the highways that are getting a little bit slow down, metro construction in Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh City, are not to the level that we observe in some other neighbors. And long-term, it could be an obstacle, a roadblock to attract investors in Vietnam. And also mentioned by Luat is bureaucracy. I think that everyone is aware that bureaucracy is complex in Vietnam. And I think we all navigate through that at the moment, but having Vietnam the clear targets of developing as a manufacturing have in the region and worldwide, they really should keep moving and reducing and simplifying bureaucracy to keep attracting and justifying this fantastic location for many potential uh, FDI companies that they would be happy to come to Vietnam.
0: Thank you very much. Indeed, there are also challenges. Uh, actually, in the first episodes, we, we had a look uh, at the opportunities and challenges uh, that Vietnam has uh, as an investment destination. So I invite you also to to listen to this uh, episode. Um, thank you very much. Maybe now to to wrap up your key messages that you would like to give to to, as I said, potential new investors in Vietnam. What would this key message be?
2: I think we we share already a lot of good inputs. But something that we I didn't mention so far is please do not rush. I think Vietnam is a fantastic destination, but you need to understand how to go about it. It's domestic market, it's export, how it's gonna be your value chain, as Luat said, how it's gonna be your leadership, your talent network, how you're gonna be leveraging on Vietnam human capital. That's something that is very, very important. And also please invite everyone who wish to do investment in Vietnam to take time Come to the country, enjoy the country, because it's a beautiful country, but also try to understand local customs, very important, like everywhere, but particularly in Vietnam, to respect local custom and understand thought process and business process of Vietnamese citizens. I think this is a must. Uh, you cannot get that if you don't come here and stay a reasonable amount of time to figure out how you want to do it here.
0: Yeah, and understanding the country is definitely key. Thank you very much. And what about, what's so your, your key messages?
1: Test it, try it, filled it. Then uh, you will be like me and like Kobe. Uh We are in love in Vietnam.
0: Thank you very much to both of you. It has been very, very interesting. Um, actually, as I mentioned before, having two different angles, two different perspectives of the same industry provide us valuable information to understand the manufacturing sector in Vietnam better and to get a big picture. So again, Thank you very much. And thank you all for listening. I hope you could enjoy the podcast and get the information you wish to receive. In the description, you will find the contact details. At Fidina, we would be very glad to set up a call to answer to your questions. Also in the description, you will find the link to download our business guide together with some articles we wrote on manufacturing and industrial parks. In the next episodes, my colleague will talk about consumption industry with a focus on import activities. So stay tuned. And until then, take care.